everyone. I'm Lauren MacGyver. And I'm Teresa Roca. And this is Teen Mom Time. We're here to fill you in on all the fights. Why are you so white trash? All the custody battles. Corey's trying to take our kids from All the romance drama. Getting divorced, period. And so much more. Hi, hi. You're both high. I just try to be a good person and a good moral adult. On this week's episode, we will be discussing Janelle and David's 911 call crisis, Jade's credit card debt scandal, plus an update on Ryan. Teresa, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very excited. Because you're going to Austin, I'm Texas. I'm going to Austin, Texas. I've never been to Texas. Wait, my coworker just went to Texas. Really? Yeah, Rosa. Oh, our coworker? Yes. And um, she, like, wasn't really a fan of it. So, oh. But I feel like you'll have a great time because yeah. I think she went to different – She didn't. Go, I don't think she went to Austin. I think she went to, like, other places. Other places? Yeah. But I've heard Austin's really fun. It's going to be so much fun. It's, like, the new place for bachelorette parties, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. I thought, That in Nashville, I feel like, blew up. Yes, definitely. And also, like, Scottsdale, Arizona also blew up. Stop. Are you serious? Yeah, my I cousin always, went there. I always get my court docs from there. So yeah. <laughs> maybe no, I'll stop by. Yeah, you should definitely stop by, pay a little visit. But I know my friend Allison wanted to go to Scottsdale, and then it was changed to Austin. So I'm really excited. Tell me, like, some things you guys are doing for the bachelorette party. Um, Besides drinking. <laughs> I was just going to say, one, we are drinking. Two, it's we already have a plan. We're going to... Go out to dinner tomorrow. Okay. Booze. And then okay. get to the airport. Booze. Yeah. Then booze on the plane. Because my flight's not till 10. Right. So, yeah, so, just booze it up. I love having wine before I get on the plane. Yes. Wine on the plane. Wine after the plane. But, <laughs> and then wine for the next, like, four days. Um, what are we doing? Oh, so I think Friday's just going to be, like, chill because a lot of people weren't able to get off work. Okay. So other people are arriving later on. Yeah. Okay. So we have this, like, huge mansion. It's going to be amazing. Is it in a good area? I hope so. Because last time we were not in a good area. <laughs> when I was in Nashville, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised I'm still here. But and then Saturday we are doing like a boat day. Oh my god, that's so fun. I know. We're gonna be on a boat for like four or five hours. And I think it's like one of those events where like boats just show up together and then you just like party with people. Wait, is this gonna be like a housewives episode where you all run into the house and like oh a hundred claim the best room? I mean, I don't know. Her cousin, Tori, actually, you know, is in charge of everything. So I'm like, did she arrange rooms? Did she not? I don't know. But there's going to be a couple of us. First one's there. Honestly, I'll take whatever bed. I'm willing to sleep on the couch. No, I'm I'm definitely like the Ramona singer of the group. (laughs) And I'm like, I need the best room. No, I am just going to be so excited to be there. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to take whatever bed. I'll take whatever roommate. We're all friends so I'm like I'm gonna be happy whatever you're so carefree I'm going to be thriving Teresa (laughs) these next few days wait so you're off yeah I'm off next Wednesday so what yeah well I come home on Monday but I needed a day because I mean Allison's like ready to turn up so I even took off tomorrow to mentally prepare I just need and physically you're crazy I know in a good way I mean this is what happens when you reach 28 you need like a 12 hours to prepare just to have a drink. But yeah, so I'm really excited. Austin, if you have any recommendations, DM us because, I mean, I I don't even know what else we're doing besides brunch and drinking. But yeah, it should be fun. I'm excited. But Mm -hmm. of course, I'll be missing out on Team Mom stuff because I doubt I'll be on my phone besides taking 
selfies. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be rough coming back. I'm going to have to catch up on everything on Tuesday once my life, you know, goes back to normal. Yeah. So, but yeah, we have a lot to talk about this week. Mm-hmm. A lot has happened. Yes. So let's get into the Team Mom Top 3. Janelle and David, of course, they are still in our top three because it's just (laughs) never ending. Every single day, it's just something new. So obviously, we know the land receives multiple visits from the police. We've seen it on the show. We've seen it on social media. So you actually looked into, first, the 911 calls that have happened throughout the year. And then you found one from, I think it was two or three days before Christmas. The call was actually terrifying. And she said things like he has a gun, he was smashing Mm -hmm. the front door. So what went down? Okay, so this call happened on December 23rd, two days before Christmas. Oh, wow. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. (laughs) It was in 2018. Janelle was making this call from her attic. Wow. So... I'm going to read quotes from the call just okay. because it's so good. Not yeah. good, but it's so like. Whoa. Whoa, yeah. My husband is freaking out. He's outside freaking out. He's smashing our front door trying to get inside. She then told the operator that she's in the attic. My daughter is in the bedroom sleeping. He said I locked him out and took his phone. He was outside looking for his phone. He got upset over an article. Side note, wonder if it was a radar article. I know. <laughs> I really want to know what article. We, we should look back on like the couple See, days like, before. Well, this was really close to when the Secret Service came. So I wonder if that's when all the, those articles were coming out. It was Interesting. like a few days before. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. So that's probably what it was about maybe all the guns stuff because yeah. I think that was when he was showing all like the ammo yeah it was like the summer 14th I think yeah so I wonder if it has something to do with that yeah then she goes you can hear him yelling he's outside smashing stuff yeah he does he has a gun he broke my front door I don't know how it looks I'm in the attic the operator then asked about her two-year-old daughter Ensley Janelle said that she's sleeping in her room the operator seemed super concerned about this she was like your daughter's sleeping by herself in the room. Like, yeah. why aren't you in the room with your daughter if your husband is smashing stuff and going berserk? Yeah, exactly. So Janelle, like, you can kind of tell. Did you listen to the call? Yeah, bits and pieces. You can kind of tell that she, like, backtracked a little. And she goes, well, I can see her room. How can you see her room in the attic? Because I'm don't you get like a little ladder? If I'm thinking about it correctly, I don't. I don't think no, I have one. No, an attic to me is like you pull it down. And yeah. There's, there's, and she said that she was like, "I'm sitting on the stairs." Interesting. I can see her room. So she's not really in the attic. She's not she, in the attic then. She's she's sitting on the stairs. Yeah, but also, why not just lock yourself in your daughter's bedroom? I guess to not wake her up. I mean, which I get. Yeah. But it's, I mean, if you can hear David yelling through the phone when think, you're in the attic, I think you silently talking to the 911 operator isn't going to wake Ensley up. I yeah. don't know. Okay, so yeah, that was the call. There was also a call made on the same day. Now, we're not sure who called first. I think she called first, then David called. So, this is one operator talking to another 911 operator. Sometimes they do that. Sometimes okay. operators from different counties pick up the phone and they transfer it to an operator in their county. That's usually like how some calls are. Okay. How they happen, how, how we get them. 
So the operator said to the other operator, I have a David Eason calling for a welfare check on his wife. He said she's not answering her phone or texts. He's in Wilmington County. He wanted us to send the information because he's driving. He said he's worried. He called two to three times, yet she's on Facebook. The operator, the other operator, who I think is the same operator who Janelle spoke to, was like, he wants a welfare check on his wife? Like, yeah. she was so confused. Yeah. And then she's like, a lot of traffic at this house. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell us something we don't know, 911 operator. That is wild. I'm trying to think of, like, if we saw any posts from Christmas, like, shortly after on their Instagram. You know, Janelle pretending that everything is fine in the house. But the fact that he called... David, you're the one going crazy. Yeah. You're the one who's smashing stuff. Isn't it interesting how Janelle says he's smashing my door? Isn't that your house together? Oh, yeah. You know, she just—little things just make you question. You're like, huh, like, why is she wording it like he's smashing my front door? That's your house together. That's your land together. You know, this is probably why—at least one of the reasons why he goes absolutely crazy— you know, Janelle, I mean, she was the moneymaker of the family since he got fired and he doesn't have a job. But that is terrifying. I wonder if other kids were in the house. You know, if she was just talking about Ensley. I think it was only Ensley at that time because she had just said Ensley. I think she would have said Kaiser, too, if he yeah. were there sleeping. Yeah. I, hopefully he was with Grandma Doris or Nathan. And obviously Jace is with Babs. What about Marissa, too? Yeah, she didn't mention Marissa. Yeah, interesting. I mean, it's terrifying. This is, you know, it just, it's an addition to the crazy year that Janelle and David had. And that was what, just two months after she accused him of domestic violence and breaking her collarbone, allegedly, you know, so it's, it's terrifying. It's so scary. And it's scary to think we had no idea that this happened in the summer, right? So it's like, what else is out there? Yeah. Well, Raider can answer that question. Yeah. So let's get into the second biggest story of the week. This is all your reporting. Teresa killed it with everything Janelle and David. So I think it was what, after that phone call, you were kind of like, wait, what else has happened throughout the year? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We were just like, obviously... There's, you know, secret calls that we don't know of. Let's look into the other ones. Teresa, dun dun dun, dun did and what did you find? Okay, so 25 calls were made from this address or wow. regarding this address. Within so, a year. Within a year, yes. Wow. I asked for like the May to May when I had made the request. So 25 calls in one year. I don't even I don't even think I have one police call with my address. No. For the past 21 years. <laughs> yeah, no. No calls. Like, 25. Mm -hmm. That is one, like, every other week if, you know. Yeah, that's, or, like, two twice a month. Yeah, twice a month. You're calling the police twice a month or someone's calling the police on you twice a month. Clearly, yeah. something's wrong. And what's so crazy is to think, okay, so let's pretend like they were getting a call twice a month, maybe twice a week. You know, we don't know the timeline of it exactly, but— I do. Oh, okay. But to think that it took that long for CPS to remove the kids, clearly there were there's right. a lot Just of issues. Get this call log to see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like if you have all these fans and everyone calling in and 
People have reached out to CPS before. Mm-hmm. Just get the call log. Yeah. yeah. You know, get the information. Yeah. Get Very all simple. these accusations. Yeah. So what has happened, like, within these 25 calls? Okay. Obviously, it's a lot of information. So I'll just run through it quickly. Yes, and please. just let me know if you have any questions. Of course. Okay. So in the 911 log obtained by radar, June 7th, there was a call for a mutual aid slash assist other agency. June 8th, there was a welfare check call. And then June 12th, there was another welfare check call. Now, I'm not sure what these calls were for. I am I feel like they were from when Nathan refused to give Kaiser back. Now, I know that that happened in end of June, early July. Yeah, but it was just July. by the description, it seems like it would make sense yeah. that those are those calls. Because then you have calls from those days— from June 9th, sorry, June 29th, July 1st, and July 2nd, those all those calls are traffic-related. Okay. Yeah, a little weird. Very weird. Traffic, what does that usually mean, like traffic-related? Involving a vehicle, according to the log. Okay. So, um, then we had the assault call. So, it was a break until October 13th. We had the assault call, which we all heard that was when he broke her collarbone or she accused him of breaking her collarbone which she later denied calling it a drunken misunderstanding yes okay janelle on october 18th a welfare check was completed on october 24th 911 call was made for a subject with a gun now just to give a little insight um i obviously tried to get the information for all of these calls yeah unfortunately if no report was made they really don't have um the information to give you. Yeah. They also don't have every call on record just because a lot of the calls were initiated by police. And when police makes the, when police are involved like that, they usually don't release the calls. Okay. So that's why some of these are a little unanswered, but I tried to do my best. Yeah. Um, December 14th, there was a call for an investigation. This was the day with the gun. Okay. Po- uh, videos that David had posted. A, fa- a worried fan called regarding the video. On the same day, December 21st, a call was made for a lockout vehicle. I guess someone got locked out of their car. Um, December 23rd was the attic call that she accused him of smashing the home that we just talked about. And we also saw photos, allegedly, from that time. Like, everything was kind of smashed in the bathroom. I know those photos were released. Obviously, Mm -hmm. we were unable to really make sure that they were from that event. Because with 25 calls, those photos can be from any time. So December 27th, papers were served to his home. Then there was a warrant served to his home January 21st. This is around the time of the truck towing incident when he was charged. That iconic moment when David and Janelle tried to make it as YouTube stars Mm -hmm. and ended up getting involved with the police. (laughs) Uh, February 17th, a welfare check was made. I obtained this call. It was a fan worried. They saw Janelle in the she shed on live, and she was wondering who was watching the kids. April 30th, another welfare check. This was when Nugget died. There was also two more calls for service. I'm assuming that was Janelle's call and Nathan's call. Wow. May 10th, another traffic call. May 15th, white substance was sent to their house. We had done that one. That was the death threat. Yeah, we did. We talked about that last week if you want to get all those details. And those are all the calls. Wow. I mean, what a year. Yet Janelle still claims everything's fine. 
Everything's great, yeah. Everything is fine. I was watching a mashup video of, like, all the time she has said everything is fine. And it showed, like, bits and pieces of them fighting, him fighting with Babs, their freakout, meltdowns, everything. Everything is fine, according to Janelle. It's crazy to think, like I said before, that all this has happened with these children in the house. Children that are old enough to understand what's going on and... You know, that has to unfortunately hear these fights and see the police come. I mean, we used to see it on Team Mom too. the cops showing up. Do you remember when the cop showed up and said, oh, I'm doing a welfare check on the children? And David's like, go to the daycare. Yeah, yeah. And then he threatened to smash Nathan's skull yeah. and freaked out. And it's just it truly is terrifying, I think, every single day mm-hmm. to hear these details, to hear what these kids have gone through. Even, I mean, obviously Janelle is partially to blame because she has allowed this to have happened over the year. It's still sad to hear, you know, to hear this type of stuff. But what a wild year. And, you know, it's sad to think that we won't be following her story on Team Mom 2 anymore. You know, that was her opportunity to explain herself for cameras to kind of show what's going on and now we won't be able to see that no but i mean we'll still get the yeah we'll still get the police reports yeah, social we'll media still get the info we have sources i mean yeah you know it sucks that we're not gonna see it on camera yeah but we're still gonna find out what happens we always find out oh of course <laughs> nothing stays a secret on the land we find out everything so let's get into the third biggest story of the week Jade, our new Team Mom two-star. I, I don't know why I keep thinking she's going to OG. and I, I do, just, too. Yeah, I, I do don't know too. why. I keep being confused. Yeah. It would make more—actually, I don't know if it would make more sense for her to go to OG. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I keep thinking, and I almost just said that, but new Team Mom two-star. So she has had a scandal. Credit card. You know, so she was on Team Mom Young and Pregnant, and she welcomed her daughter, Chloe, with her now ex-boyfriend, Sean. Who knows? They're always on and off, but as of now, they're not together. So she was on the show. I wonder if she started filming for Team Mom Young and Pregnant before she was asked to join Team Mom 2 and replace Janelle. I feel like she did, and I feel like they saw the footage and was like, this is going to be a perfect fit for two. Yeah, I know. She'll just slide right in. Yeah, they'll just use that footage. and yeah. Yeah. But so what is happening? Okay, so. Ritter obtained a lawsuit because she failed to pay her Best Buy credit card. Wow. So she was sued on April 4th of 2018. The original credit grantor is Citibank for the Best Buy credit card. She failed to pay $1,285.75. What are you buying at Best Buy for that? A TV? A TV, yeah. Video games, I guess? Um, The case remains active, so it's still open. I mean... Thank God she has a Team Mom 2 paycheck coming in. She can pay that right off. I know. But I was just wondering, you know, she was obviously on Team Mom Young and Pregnant during that time. You know, I don't think they get paid even a little close to what two and OG is getting paid. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like she's probably using whatever money she gets from that for, like, rent. Yeah, and also school. And school. And her child. Yeah, children. I don't... Costs a lot. I mean, they're not. These girls aren't getting 50000 an episode or a season, whatever it is. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think what the OGs are at probably over 300000 <laughs> yeah, now. Like yeah. it's. But again, they've been on it for 10 years, so they 100% right. deserve it. 
Team Mom 2 is probably up there Now as well. she should be good. She's definitely getting a Paris. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because Bristol went on to OG at what, like 250000 mm-hmm. 300000 Yeah. So, but again, she was well known. But mm-hmm. I wonder since Jade has been in the I team. I don't think Cheyenne got as much as her. Yeah, though. I don't think so. But I mean, they've already been in the MTV family. So it's like, yeah, I wonder, maybe. you know, yeah. if they're up there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Jade should definitely use this Team Mom 2 paycheck and pay it off. I completely agree. I mean, listen, obviously we all have some type of debt, no matter how big, to just pay it off. Yeah, exactly. You know, your first paycheck, yeah. pay it off so pay you don't have to worry about yeah. it. I mean, now it's gonna, that, this is ruining her credit, so you might as well. Yeah, exactly. It's important. So it's so important. Credit score is so important. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then she'll be able to, you know, maybe get a house one day. She has social media, so she has income coming yeah. there. Yeah. Um, she's always doing like teas, I think, and who knows what else, like Fashion Nova probably. But just our advice. I'm not a money expert, that's for sure, because I can't stop buying shoes. Um, just pay it off. I completely agree. All right, let's go into this week's truth or tale. Is Ryan Edwards sober? That is a question we wonder every day. Every day. I wake up every day and I think, is Ryan Edwards sober today? What, <laughs> what is Ryan Edwards doing today? You know, that's what we wonder. That's what I want to know. You know, we have seen throughout the years a roller coaster. Ryan Edwards' roller coaster, just up and down, in rehab, out of rehab, in jail, arrested. So it was, I think, fall 2018. He completed 90 days in a rehab stint. On Thanksgiving. Yes. He was released. And then just weeks later, Radar exclusively broke that he relapsed. Yep. And he had a night of drinking. Mm -hmm. Um, That's when we saw that iconic toilet photo when he was sitting on the toilet. Memories. Yeah. Such a walk down memory lane. And then he... was at the same time, I think he skipped out on the bar tab in, what, December, January? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he was put behind bars until April 2019. He accepted a 90-day yes. plea deal, so he was in jail for 90 days. Yeah. And within that rehab say, he had a baby, his wife gave birth to Jagger, Mackenzie. And, yeah, so it's just been kind of like a roller coaster. So after his release from jail in April, which we discussed, I wonder, I'm like, now that he has this new little baby, you know, will he turn over a new leaf? We've asked this question so many times. We've asked our good friend Matt, you know, what do you think of Ryan? And he's always like, you know, it's a journey, whatever. But so is Ryan sober today? Okay, so we saw on the episode on Monday on the season premiere that he had a beer with his steak. Obviously, Mackenzie wasn't happy about it. Yeah. He said, not a good look. And she said, no. Um, that a source close to the couple exclusively told Radar that he is not sober from alcohol. Wow. Interesting. He seems to be clear of heroin, the insider told Radar. He hasn't been wide-eyed or sluggish. But the insider said that he does still drink. He does his own thing during the day when she's at work. Mackenzie doesn't trust him fully. She doubts his decisions if she's not supervising him. He hasn't changed his careless attitude and his personality sucks, which we knew. Yeah, we all knew that. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm just like, I had spoken to a different source who had told me that his family isn't, you know, wouldn't bet on their lives that he's going to stay clean after his Jelston. So I'm honestly not surprised that he's not sober from alcohol. I'm glad to hear he's doing great with heroin. Yeah. Um, But when we exposed his cheating scandal, I think in December— um, there were texts of him saying that he 
does coke. Yeah. So I, I just think alcohol, I mean, he just needs to stay away from alcohol. Like drink soda, drink water. Yeah. If he's not getting drunk and it's like, I just want to have it with my dinner, drink something else. Drink, drink, um, a non-alcoholic beer if you yeah. like the taste. Yeah. If you want to like enjoy that taste with a mm-hmm. steak, there are other options. Yeah. Besides sitting there with your baby, your wife who is stuck by your side. Somehow. Somehow. Gee, I wonder why, you know, and to do that to her on camera too. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, you're really going to order a beer on camera. But that shows you, Lauren, that he does not give an F about yeah. anything. He does not care. He does not care about how he looks. He just wants to live his life. Yeah. And that's a problem because he's not making good decisions. Yeah, exactly. And then he's putting his family through absolute hell. 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 Like his parents, his wife, Macy, Bentley. Hell. Hell. I genuinely just think that he should be sober from everything. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, like, what could his family do? They can't do anything. They've done everything. All they yeah. can do at this point is stand by his side and watch and, him make these decisions. And hope for the best. And That's hope for the, the thing. best. It's, you know, we forget Ryan is 31. Yeah. Like, he's an adult. He is. And he has been an adult. You know, he had a baby at, what, 21? Yeah. Like, you've been a dad for a decade now. You're an adult. You need to grow up. And that's the thing. I mean, I do kind of respect Jen and Larry's approach with it. You know, they know their son is literally the furthest thing from perfect ever to exist. And they're kind of just like, you know, we love him, but this is, you know, his life yeah it's you know he's an adult we can't be holding his hand throughout the day and being like ryan don't you pick up that beer ryan don't you do heroin you know you need to you know you can't do that i just think that if i I were in Mackenzie's shoes i mean i'd be like if you take a sip of alcohol i'm out the door like i would give an ultimatum and that's just how i am as a person and I, I'm not in this situation, so I don't know why Mackenzie's not being a little yeah. more, you know, strict about it. Yeah. But all we can do is hope that this is just him wanting to have alcohol. Yeah. And then with he's his not, steak. And then he's not abusing it. Yeah. I mean, it's also the job thing. It's get a job. Get a job. Uh, get a job. Well, okay. So that goes into my other exclusive that radar broke. As we know, they quit last season. Yeah. They're back this season. Why are they back? Because the source says that they ran out of money. They blew all of their money. Well, Ryan blew it on drugs. Yeah. You know, he did not save a penny. No. He was spending, what, 40K a month? Something like that. I think when he— I don't even have 40K I don't. (laughs) Like, when— I think it was maybe two seasons ago when he first went to rehab— and Mackenzie said, you know, he was spending like 40K a month on drugs. I wanted everyone to remember something. Amber Portwood fought for the baby daddies to get paid the same amount of money as the teen mom stars yeah. do. Yeah. So Ryan Edwards is making the same amount of money as Macy Bookout. So Ryan Edwards is bringing in, what, 500K a season, 400K yeah. a season? Yeah. And he blew all of that money on heroin. Just it's crazy. Did the math. So 40 times 12, I did it on my calculator, is 480. So he's blowing a season worth of money on So that's correct. Drugs. If they're, yeah. let's say they're getting like, maybe around that time, like two years ago, let's say they're getting 300 to 400K 
All that is going yeah. to heroin. Yeah. So he has saved literally nothing. nothing. He's lived with his parents. He's never worked. So. And my insider is telling me that Mackenzie works twice a week. Yes. At her father's insurance company. And we see that sometimes she like puts it on her story. Like that she's she, like in an office. Yeah. She's like office lunch or I don't know, like weird things. Yeah. So like she's the breadwinner. And I can't imagine that she's bringing in over 50K a year yeah. if she's. Working two days a week. Yeah. So they need this MTA paycheck. And I'm honestly, I'm glad they do because I like watching them. Yeah. I like watching them. They obviously need it for their child too. Yeah. I mean, Jagger's getting paid, so he'll be able to afford college one day. So that's a perk. You know, your dad is extremely in and out of your life, but at least you have money for college. Mm -hmm. Maybe you could better your own future. But I mean... When they quit last summer, I just, I can't stand this whole quitting process. They're like, I quit. Like, I hate MTV. Could you imagine if, like, normal people did that? Like, Wait, but I love the reason that they quit, though. They don't want to show Ryan as a recovering addict. That yeah. was their reason. He's not a recovering addict. Yeah. He was still doing drugs. Yes. <laughs> Say loud for the people in the back. Like, it's, no, it's so true. Like, if you want to show a recovering addict, be one. Be one. Be Amber like, Portwood. Be Amber Portwood. Be Leah Messer. I mean, we've had so many successful stories. And you have to— Be Janelle Evans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't be Janelle Evans. Yeah, JK, guys. No, it's so true. It's like, look at Amber and Leah. Like, they have had such great glow-ups, and they've shown the ins and outs, but they work hard. Yes, exactly. Like, they've gone to therapy. They've gone to treatment. Like, they've looked at their kids and said, I'm doing it for you. Ryan's not looking at Bentley and saying the same thing. No. So it's like MTV is kind of thinking back last summer, well, why are we going to show this? Like, it's just, it's ongoing. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows, you know, what will happen this season? We've yeah. only gotten one episode. Yeah. But in the first episode, he kind of looked better. I thought he looked fine. Um, But he actually, you can tell when he's... On drugs, with yeah. the way he speaks. I thought he was speaking very well. So, yeah, and he was. Yeah. He seemed very like calm and just. He like, seemed to focus. Better. Yeah, his eyes weren't bulging as usual. Yeah, exactly. Like we've previously seen. Okay, I want to say something before we recap a little bit of the episode. Okay. So, did you see those photos of Mackenzie in the inflatable pool? Yes. What are your thoughts? She looks very different. Can we talk about how she's in an inflatable pool taking photos? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, and the photographer is just like, if you guys want to do this, like, yeah. why are we taking photos on an inflatable pool? Yeah. Are they, do you think they're cute? Um, I thought they were cute. Maybe it's just me. Yeah, I thought they were cute. Okay. Um, I think it would have been cuter if, like, Jagger was with her. Yeah. Or Hudson. I, yeah, I think maybe her kids. It, I just, the last one confused me because the pool wasn't that big, but then she had this big inflatable yes that is what confused me but i thought overall i thought she looked great no i thought she looked beautiful yeah she looked great she looks just so different from like she looks so different from the Mackenzie, like from the first season that we've met her i wish we were like on camera so we can show like the season one Mackenzie and then Mackenzie. right (laughs) i know it's at the blonde hair that's when we were like oh ryan got a southern belle a nice southern belle and then we're like (laughs) cricket cricket um but yeah i mean I, I guess I could see your point. I just think they were such silly. I mean, whatever. Let's have fun. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just, I always hate on Mackenzie. Yeah. But. <laughs> I mean, at least you admit it. I thought she looked great. She looked amazing. But, but why but, do we have a, never mind. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I get I get what you're saying, 
But I was just, I don't know, I was, guess I was focusing on, like, she had a baby in October. Right. Like, what? Like, yeah. and also very cute bikini. Very you know? cute bikinis, yeah. She looked great, but I understand your point, Teresa. You. So I'll, I'll, we just didn't need the pool float. That's all I'm saying. Okay, yeah. We didn't need, or maybe just, like, if you wanted to pretend like she was in a bigger pool, maybe don't show that. Don't zoom out so much. Yeah, like, zoom in yeah. to make it seem like yes. she's in, like, a body of because water. Because the first two photos I thought were super cute and then I kept scrolling and I was like this is getting like yeah weird daily thoughts by Teresa guys sorry guys <laughs> so I think about on the train yes all right so let's get into the episode so we saw Ryan Edwards get arrested episode one he's already behind bars we yes. saw him for approximately like four minutes yeah so he was arrested Macy thought about meeting up with him he reached out to her, even though she has the protection order against him when he threatened to put a bullet in her husband Taylor's head. What are your thoughts on her approach to wanting to discuss things with Ryan? Um, I think she should have done it. I know. I think she waited a long time before she finally decided she wanted to do it. And at that point, it was too late because he had gone arrested. Yeah. But I do think that the fact that he went to rehab. Now, this is, I'm just, I know I know he goes to jail. But this is just from a pers- her perspective before he got arrested and out of rehab. I think it's very important for addicts to apologize to their loved ones. I think yeah. that's a really important part of the recovery process. And that's something that his parents had explained to her when they went out to dinner last season. And I think that because... She wants him to be the best father to Bentley. I think she should have agreed to meet with him right away just because Yeah, that's going to help him in his recovery process and that's going to contribute to him being a better dad to Bentley. Um, I think that there should have been some ground rules. Like, I don't think they should do it in a private place. I think they should do it in public for her safety. I think Taylor should come with her for her safety because obviously his threats were scary. But I don't like that she waited so long. I think she should have done it sooner. Obviously, she made the right decision because he did end up getting arrested. But at that time, that's just what I think. What about you? No, yeah, I agree. I love Macy. And I'm a big believer in forgiveness. Like, Macy shows that. Macy's willingness to forgive Ryan for everything that he's done and forgive him for threatening to kill her husband— And just because she wants to be there for Bentley, it's just, I love her. And just watching that, I was just like, this is why you're definitely my favorite. Because the fact that you're willing to forgive someone after everything he has done for 10 years, like, you basically raised your son on your own. And the fact that you still continue, you know, that desire to be like Bentley like your dad still loves you like he's still here and to involve him like he was at what Jade's birthday or something like yeah there was a point where they were very close yeah you know he was holding Jade like she wants him involved and I respect Macy so much for forgiveness I forgive literally everyone so I like understand where she's coming from I do agree with you know your point with like maybe she should have done it faster Mm -hmm. but I guess I also don't know how long the time lapsed for yeah. MTV made it seem like it was like months before yeah. she decided. I don't. It could have been a week. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know how long she waited. But I if mean, it is months, so. she went to therapy. Yeah. It was probably. A, I mean, maybe a couple weeks prior. You yeah. Kind of like look to see like what they're up to. Like you could tell by the decorations in the back. Yeah. Bentley was in school because he came home from school. So and 
also the whole like homework thing. So he thing. hadn't gone on Christmas break yet, so it had to have been a few weeks. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, maybe a couple weeks, but yeah, I do agree. I think she should have forgiven him mm-hmm. maybe a little bit faster mm-hmm. and like agreed to sit down mm-hmm. and discuss things. It's. I just I have so much respect for her yeah. for you know her desire to want yeah. to sit down with yeah. someone like that. Yeah. I'm like, you go, girl. Forgiveness is everything. Yeah. You got to just forgive everyone and move on. Yeah. Life is too short. Yeah. Okay, I just want to go into Amber Poirot right now. I give her so much credit because she did in that episode what I think is the point of them being on this show. Exactly. For the first time in her history on Teen Mom OG, she brought cameras into her therapist's office. And they discussed her issues. And I thought that it was her most raw moment. And I thought that so many people could relate to it. I know that I was able to relate to it. Yeah. And I just think that it was so brave of her. I'm so proud of her. And this is what I want to see on Team Emoji. Yeah. I think that's what Amber should show. You know, she always says, oh, my God, you know, I get bad edits, bad storyline. This is what you need to show. This is why you were given this platform. Yeah. You know, you— you were picked for a reason. Everything yes. happens for a reason. Yes. You were picked when you were 16 to be on this show, and somehow it has continued on now for 10 years. Utilize that. Like, you have social media, and you discuss these things on social media, but, I mean, maybe someone doesn't have Twitter. Maybe someone doesn't follow you and but still watches the show. Use that. And I was really happy that she brought cameras in, that she brought Andrew in. Because that's only going to benefit their relationship Yeah. if he understands more. I mean, there's things she has bipolar. And borderline personality disorder. um, And also she battles depression. Depression, anxiety. Yeah. Suicidal thoughts, I think, too. So we kind of saw them have like a little like little fight when they were discussing the Janelle stuff. Mm -hmm. And like he was saying things about her and she just kind of like shut him down. And she was like, oh, my God, like you're being rude right now. Like it it wasn't like a happy moment. It was kind of just like, oh, wow, like there's a little tension here. And I think Andrew genuinely wants to like understand it. And that's going to help her since he lives there overcome all these things and be like, okay, like I know your day started off bad, but this is how I should approach this. Like maybe I'll take you to the mall and yeah. buy a new outfit you know he needs to understand it so the fact that she brought cameras and andrew in the same therapy session i was just like round of applause I, yeah amber you go girl the part where she was crying and saying like i want there to be a cure i'm constantly at war with my brain yeah like, that made me cry because yeah. like I have a bad temper. So, like, I was like, wow, like, I feel the same way. Like, why does something out of my control have to control the way I act? Yeah. It's so frustrating. So it was so nice to see her do that. And I feel like I feel like she gets a lot of hate, obviously. I mean, she almost quit last season because of it. But I think that's because, like, all we see MTV show is her sitting on the couch, is her crying, is her being depressed. Yeah. And we don't really understand why because she's not vocalizing it. Yeah. So the fact that she's in therapy, like, revealing everything, I'm just— so proud of her. I know. <laughs> it really is. I mean, we've watched her for 10 years. Yeah. So to see her finally get to a point where she's like, I do want to help people. Like, I do want people to be able to not feel alone. It's just, it's powerful. Yeah. So I'm very excited to see what this season has to offer mm-hmm. because, you know, with James and her co-parenting mm-hmm. relationship, I'm just excited. I just yeah. oh, love her. Um, I want to go into Cheyenne. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm going to say what I think about the situation. I think Cheyenne is being a complete hypocrite. 
But I would do the same thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think us women are always right. I don't care what anyone says. Like, women, women are always right. I agree. Charity brought two guys around her daughter. One lived with them. Yeah. And Corey can't bring his girlfriend, Taylor. But I would do the same thing. I would 100% <laughs> do the same thing. And I have to say, like, obviously we're like, oh, she's a hypocrite. But she is the one who wanted to date Corey seriously. Like, she wanted them to be together. Yeah, so that's what it is. She's obsessed. She's hurt. Yeah, so Corey needs to kind of understand that. Like, when he was like, she's not your baby. Like, she's not a bed buddy. Like, just yelling at her. It's like, whoa. This is also the girl who said on national television that she wants to be with you. That she wants to seriously be in a relationship with you. Corey, if you're listening... (laughs) Corey, are you listening? (laughs) The reason Cheyenne is so upset is because she wants to be with you. And now she has to see not only you being with another girl, but she has to see your daughter forming a relationship with another woman. And she's single at the moment. And she's watching this family form a relationship that she's not included in. And... He also, like, declined dinner. And she was like, we can't eat dinner together, like, as a family. Yeah. And he was like, well, I have to respect the other person I'm with. That's amazing, Which Corey. she did not do with Zach. With Zach, yeah. she's like, sorry, Corey, now you're going on vacation without you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it, it was just so messy. I was like, I have to agree with Cheyenne because we're girls and we would do the same thing. Yeah. But Corey Macy, also— Macy do the same thing. Yeah. Like, we just—I just wish Corey kind of realized who he was talking to. You know, this is a girl that was, like, basically in love with you. Like, you slept with her many times after Ryder was born. Like, you kind of just kept her in the in the corner. Like, oh, yeah, like, we'll hook up tonight. Like, we won't. Like, do you remember her birthday when he was getting mad at, like, the other guy that yeah. she was hooking up with? Yeah. There? there was so much confusion. So, obviously, she still has feelings. And Corey just, like, spewing, like, you know, she's going to be around. Like, she's not a bed buddy. It's just not the best time. It was quick because Corey told her he wasn't ready to settle down and have a relationship. Yeah. And now you have a relationship with Taylor. Yeah. And Cheyenne's so perfect. I'm pretty. I'm just... I don't understand it. <laughs> you I made mean, the cutest kids. I don't like Taylor. I don't Me neither. care for her. Yeah. I mean, I hope he's happy. Whatever. Whatever. But, but I do hope he was happier with Cheyenne, which maybe he will be one day. Yeah. That's the other thing. I don't know. If my boyfriend like said those things like oh you know maybe who knows what the future holds for Cheyenne and I while you filmed your special when you were dating Taylor I would be like hello yeah Taylor needs to just like go away sorry sorry we're just gonna be really honest like yeah we're just gonna be really blunt about this yeah like the day that they break up we'll probably have an emergency podcast and just cheer just cheer cheer for scream yeah and applaud for 40 straight minutes that's basically what that episode will be yeah but and then Kate and Tyler eh they had a separation. Yeah, it's They're back over. together. She's pregnant. Nova's yeah. cute. Yeah, Butch is still struggling. You know, it's it was kind of just we picked up where they left off, yeah. but doing better. Yeah. But I'm glad they, you know, moved on. I yeah. love them. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to see more baby stuff. Yeah, I think the season for them is going to be more about just raising the newborn. Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily going to—and or, or, about Butch's issues. I don't necessarily know if we're going to see relationship drama with them because it seems like they're doing great. So. Yeah, so I'm very happy for them. Me too. On this week's Team Mom Tease, Janelle has revealed that she is 
more animals on the land after CPS removed her children and her husband killed their dog, Nugget. Band-Aid animal. Yes. So check out okmagazine.com for that update. All right, guys, that's all we have for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Check out writeronline.com and okmagazine.com for even more teen mom drama. And check back next week for another podcast. Bye. Bye.